Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 97th episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. I have an announcement. The 100th episode of Thea's Tea is approaching, and to commemorate it, I want to include you guys, the ones that have come this far with me. That's why the 100th episode special will be a compilation of messages from listeners and previous guests that have shaped the podcast. I would love it for you to contribute your grain of sand, so feel free to send an audio file of however long you like saying whatever you like about Theast to theastpodcast at gmail.com, including, if you feel comfortable, of course, your name, age, and where you're from. For instance, you can talk about your favorite episode, what you do while listening to the podcast, your favorite part about it, or your best memories with it. Thank you so much for the support over these nearly 100 episodes, and I can't wait to listen to your messages. All right, so let's get into the tea talk. Welcome back, everybody. This is the last episode I'm recording before I leave. Okay, we all need just like a moment to process that. I can't believe it, but I'm doing it the way I have done so many of my episodes. It's literally morning. It's 9.13 a.m. I'm sitting on my bed in my pajamas. My bed is not made. Fortunately, my room is not a disaster because these past few days before leaving, I've kept it quite tidy. But yeah, you know, the blinds are down. It's I wish I were I wish I were still sleeping honestly but you know the day calls I really got to make the most of my last few days here so that's that as for what I'm drinking you guys are probably shaking your heads but I'm drinking coffee I'm sorry I can't help it I need that little pick me up it's just you know plain coffee with a little bit of milk and the mug I'm drinking it in is my pink I love New York mug we love to see it All right, so for the life update, I'm just gonna walk you through a couple of the main activities I have done over the past week. The first one is that I visited my high school and just to say goodbye to everybody, my teachers, the students um, from like different grades and everything. And it was a really nice experience to just go back to this place that made me so happy. I had gone back a couple of times throughout the semester. I graduated in December. So I've always, you know, kept like a good connection with my high school. So I felt like I closed that chapter really nicely and the city I'm living in, Bordeaux, is actually where my school was founded. So I don't know, I feel like I will only be able to strengthen even more my bond with my school, which is obviously imperfect, but in general I'm very grateful for my years at school because I enjoyed them. They taught me a lot personally and academically and I met some really important people there, so I'm glad to feel that it doesn't end here. And it was really nice just to hear everybody's good wishes and, you know, their support for me and everything. And just all of them telling me, don't forget about us. And I was like, how on earth will I forget about you? I haven't forgotten about you in the past six months. The school has literally shaped me. Like, I don't see myself forgetting about the institution. And I definitely know that one of my must-go stops when I come back to visit will be my high school. Another thing that I was up to is very legal and serious, but basically since I'm leaving the country, I had to get done like a sort of permission for my mom to take care of like my legal stuff. You know, if there's something that needs to be done, if I need to like, I don't know, get some type of paper or like legal file or something like that, or, you know, like with my bank accounts here or my car, like just really allowing my mom to take care of that because since I'm like over 18, I should take care of all of that so you know just making like her responsible and doing that it felt like a very big adult step but obviously i trust my mom with my life so no fear there (laughs) she will definitely handle everything better than i could have another big event of this past week is that i ordered barrita burrito for the last time with my best friend sara so barrita burrito is a fast food restaurant of like mexican food and we became obsessed with it Sara, my mom, my sibling, and I, a couple of weeks ago when I discovered that they had like a combo where you could get two hard shell tacos with four toppings each for 14,000 pesos, which is less than like four US dollars. 
So it's a really good deal and we've been ordering it a bunch ever since. So the other day was like, okay, this is our last time ordering together and we watched you which is the show that we've been watching together i love you i think it's so well made it's one of my favorite shows ever so i forced sarah to watch it with me and yeah it was just a key moment in our little tradition a big activity that has been occupying my attention for the past few days has been helping my mom study because she wants to go back to school i'm so excited i'm gonna brag about this but when she graduated high school she wanted to go into like an arts degree and she had a scholarship to do so at a very good public university here but my grandma was like what are you gonna do with an arts degree so she went for journalism but she always kind of had that itch and my mom is a very like crafty person and now i'm leaving so i guess she's gonna be having like more time on her hands and you know more energy and all of that so she decided that she wanted to apply to school and this university is very prestigious and it has a very difficult admissions exam so i've been helping my mom study for the math portion because she graduated like 30 years ago so she doesn't remember a lot of math especially since she hasn't had to use it so i've been sort of like freshening her mind on that teaching her like the logic for these types of problems and how to you know tackle them and it's been really fun i love these types of problems in math i don't know i don't know it makes me like really happy to solve them and it's also quality time that i'm spending with her and i really just want to help her as much as i can before i leave so that she really knows how to navigate her way and can do well in this exam and pass so yeah we've been having our study sessions for like two hours in the dining room you know on my ipad i do my things on the ipad and she does her things on a notebook and you know it's been a fun time sometimes she stresses me out but we have good laughs and i hope i have been able to help her my past week like what it looked like for a lot of the time was driving my sibling to driving lessons they did their driving lessons like super quickly like in a week so i would always take them and pick them up so honestly that was like the main activity that shaped my day and i just arranged everything else around that and my mom was so happy because she has vivid memories of driving me to and from my driving lessons when i was doing them so to be able to just like take that weight off her shoulders was really awesome for her i'm just it's like too unfortunate that i won't be able to help her with more errands like this because i'm leaving but at least i put my grain of sand towards this cause a very sad event in the past week was that i made my last papa john's order papa john's is my absolute favorite pizza i love them it's perfect i don't know how they do it but that recipe is impeccable and don't get me started on the garlic sauce so i definitely savored those last slices of pepperoni pizza it was very bittersweet but at least i knew it was like my last pizza and i was able to enjoy it like with that knowledge I always focus a lot on like my lasts. If you're interested in this, my friend Andre from Off the Record did a really good episode on that. I'll link it in the show notes along with everything else I mentioned in this episode. But I've just been placing a lot of emphasis to my lasts here in Medellin, like really being aware like, okay, this could be the last time you clean the kitchen or this could be the last time you eat your grandma's iconic carrot cake, just really stuff like that. And it could be seen as something like kind of not morbid, but like sad in that way. But really it's been like liberating for me because it's like, at least I'm aware and at least, you know, like I'm conscious that it's my last time doing these things while I'm doing them so that I can appreciate them more. I have my mom to thank for that because even though I'm a very sentimental person in that sense, she's the one that like a couple of days ago told me, you know, this is your last week. Everything you're doing could be for the last time, at least for now. So just like really be aware of it. And I feel like that was really good advice because it's made me much more mindful. A fun little activity we did in the weekend was that we went to my grandparents' holiday house to say goodbye to them. I will see them again because they're taking me to the airport, but it was like the last time that I visited them and that I was like in their space and that I could spend a couple of days with them. Actually, that's a lie because they're coming here to Medellin tomorrow, but you get what I mean. It was the last time of me visiting them. Something really weird, and I mean like you can always count on me to self-sabotage when I need it the least and to make moments more sentimental and heartbreaking than they need to be but i feel very honest when i tell you guys that i think i literally found my dream guy here in medellin a week before i leave okay this is a disaster and i mean like to be honest i don't properly know him or anything but from what we've talked and from what i've seen from him he just seems like so cool and so sweet and so nice and so like aesthetic like 
you know, he was the one. He really was the one. And you can ask my friends how many times I've told them this about different guys. But that just really gets me, you know, like not being able to stick around and see what happens and all of that. But I guess time will tell, you know, I can't get too hung up on this or I'll just make my parting even harder than it needs to be. But it's just kind of like, what would have happened, you know? And probably nothing, honestly, but I don't know. I have that little, like, in Spanish, we say, like, espinita, which is, like, you know, a little, sometimes a little piece of wood that gets stuck in your skin. And, like, this is how this feels like, you know, I have that espinita. One of my best friends, Manu, gave me the cutest gift yesterday. And basically, I bought an Olympus, like, film camera. And so she DIY'd, like, a little box that looks like the Olympus, and inside it has, like, a roll of film, which is a roll of, like, all of our pictures together. It has a card that's written in, like, pieces, and it has, like, little things, like, in, I don't know, like, Play-Doh, but not Play-Doh, Plastinina, like, <laughs> I don't know what that's called, that represent, like, inside jokes and memories, and it was just such a sweet and cute, adorable gift, and, you know, thinking that Manu took the time to make it and put thought into it, it just really warms my heart. It's already packed to go, but I love that type of thing. I really do. And also yesterday I got my hair done, which was really fun. It's kind of weird. I'm still getting used to it, but I got it like much shorter, much more layered. And I touched up the like pink on the bottom half. So it feels really cool. Kind of giving Y2K, if I'm honest with you. So it feels very apt for this next season of my life. And also yesterday, I recorded a very exciting guest episode with my best friend Sara, which will be coming out in a couple of months, but it was just so fun to do. We had like such a good conversation and we also watched you. Lastly, for this life update, let me talk a little bit about my process with France. This whole episode will kind of be my process with France, but sort of like the specific concrete things. I have been making cards for the people I care about the most. You know, in Stranger Things, when Max thinks she's gonna die, so she makes cards for all of her friends and family. Well, that's literally how I am right now. I'm making a bunch of cards for everybody, and I feel like this is really what I need to sort of get that closure and feel like I'm just finishing this chapter properly and saying what I want to say to everybody. I don't know, I just feel like it's really important. I got my first energy bill. We have been renting out my apartment for like a month now. And so we've got the first energy bill, which is really important because you need that type of stuff to just prove that you live somewhere, for instance, to get like a cellular line and all of that, which now I have to, you know, pick my cellular plan, you know, decide what I want, what I can afford and all of that. So it's like, I don't know, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I don't know if that's normal, but it's just fun little things of adulting for the first time. And I'm also really excited because the weekend plans are starting to roll in. Basically, I'm going to France with my mom and then my dad arrives and then my mom leaves and my dad stays for a couple more days. So for instance, there's like a weekend where I'm just with my dad and he has all of his family there. So we've already, you know, arranged like what we're going to do in that weekend. And I feel like, I don't know, it's... I really do feel like I'm arriving to this new place alone and that's kind of sad, but maybe it doesn't have to be that way you know obviously it's like family that i'm pretty distant to but we can get close and i can feel support from them it's kind of scary but i really hope i don't feel alone over there at least in terms of like family support so yeah that's pretty much everything for this week so let's dive into this week's episode as i said um or i don't know if i said this but basically, as I'm recording this, it's a week before I leave. Exactly. So what I want to do with this episode is really collect everything I've been feeling and just capture this moment in time. As you will be able to tell, I have like a lot of complex feelings and things that I kind of need to deal with. So this is really an episode like for myself to just kind of like talk about my emotions. This will be a much more therapy session episode than the others but maybe this will also be useful to you maybe you can relate to some of these experiences at some point in your life or with similar changes so that's really what i want to do with this just kind of like let everything out and work through the struggles that i'm feeling and sort of like the resistance that's there literally everything is ready the suitcases are closed i have i believe three big suitcases and two carry-ons 
I'm pretty sure. So there's a lot of stuff, they're all sealed. Some of those suitcases have been closed for over a month, just like letting the air out or whatever. That's what my mom says. You know, it's like everything, like everything's ready, all the arrangements, all the logistics, everything is taken care of, like, and it has been for a while. My parents are very go, go, go with all of that. And I didn't realize that was the norm until I started comparing with like my other friends that are moving. And I realized that they're really on like different stages. But my parents, if there's one thing they know how to do, it's move from one country to another. So they've really just not like kind of actually they have put pressure on me, but now like in retrospect, I'm like, okay, that's really what I needed because if not, I would not have everything ready with so much time in advance. So really this past week has been dedicated to saying goodbyes, you know, it's really like thoroughly planned in terms of, okay, this day in the morning, I'm going to meet up with this person for lunch at this person at the night with this person. It's literally like very millimetric. So if one thing doesn't go my way, it will literally throw everything off balance. So it's a bit stressful, but it's also like everything is laid out for me to enjoy it to the max. And I've also just been trying to really like bulk record a bunch of interviews for the ST so that I don't have to worry about producing interviews right when I get to France. You know, in case I don't have any friends, that's <laughs> the reason. And in case I'm too busy with schoolwork, at least just having everything recorded, I feel like takes a great weight off my shoulders because the whole process of like reaching out to a guest, you know, planning the questions, meeting up with them to get to know them if I don't know them, and then coordinating a day to record, you know, all of that is a lot of hassle. So just being able to check all of that and just having to do like the post recording things will really make the experience easier. So that's what I've been working towards. And yeah, you know, it's it's it. The moment is here. So for this episode, I really just want to take the time to like do a little bit of a different sort of format. And it's just like walk through a list of my concerns and just sort of preoccupations for leaving. And yeah, just like talk about them. So the first item on my list is, will moving to another country solve my problems? I don't consider myself to be a troubled person at all. My life has, for the past few years, definitely been a breeze. And thankfully, I have not had like major concerns. But I always find a way to get like tangled up in crushes and romance and all of that type of thing. And this is not the exception. The backstory you need here is, I developed like this crush on a guy and... It didn't really go anywhere, partially because he wasn't putting in enough interest, so I kind of like gave up. And then there's this other girl which likes him as well, and the difference is she has not given up. So she is really like building her relationship with him, getting close to him and everything. And I don't know if he sees her just like as a really close friend or if he has a crush on her as well. But the point is I have seen all of this like pretty closely, so... It's been something that really hurts and that really just like gets at your heartstrings and pulls on them. (laughs) So that leads me to wonder like, will moving make me forget about this guy I like? And is that even what I want? I remember one time this guy that I also liked, (laughs) I like everybody honestly, but he had a girlfriend at the time and he was like, what really gets to me is thinking like, okay, when we break up and everything, what will hurt the most is a day that I forget her, you know, that I forget about this relationship, that I stop caring, that all of this becomes, like, what once was so important to me becomes obsolete, like, that's really the most tragic part, not when I'm hurting over her, not when I'm suffering, just when I forget about her and let go. And that was like three years ago, but I really do think about that. So yeah, like even if I do forget about this guy, like my current crush, is that what I want? Because obviously it will be good in a sense in terms of like for my heart, but at the same time, like I really like this guy because of the way he is, you know, of like his values. And I just feel like he's really much like a role model. I can learn a lot from him. So I don't want him like completely out of my life. I feel like I can still, you know, learn from him as a friend. So it's like, do I really just want him to be out of my life? And that just really gets me thinking, like, I am going to forget so many things, like people, experiences, like habits, traditions, just things about Medellin. And people are going to forget about me too, like, it's inevitable. 
And just thinking about this specific situation, my friend Simon went on an exchange to Canada over the past semester. And I remember that when he left, he was in a very tricky, like romantic situation. And he was just like, I hope that, you know, by leaving, I'll be able to forget about him, forget about this situation, just like truly heal from the distance and like not have to face him. Like he swore that was going to do the trick. And surprise, surprise, it didn't. Like he would tell me, you know, like being away and just being alone with my thoughts, if anything has amplified the situation and has forced me to like deal with it or process it or like hurt even more, like you can't just run away from your problems. Honestly, what I do think is most likely is that in my case, this crush will fade because it wasn't that super strong and it has been fading over the past few weeks because I haven't seen him as much. So yeah, I just hope it's a combination of that and like being in this new place surrounded by all of these new people that I can find attractive. And I do believe in Spanish, you say un clavo saca otro clavo, which is basically like one nail, you know, when you're like nailing it in can remove another nail. <laughs> so like one person can get rid of another. And I know that's kind of like terrible advice, but it has worked in my life, you know, when things aren't that intense and it was just, if it's just kind of like a mild crush, a new mild crush, you know, can sort of fill that void. But quite frankly, I really have tried like making peace with the situation, you know, living here. But it's even weirder because like when I hang out with them, it's like, I know I'm going to leave. I know there's no point in like making a move or trying to progress my situation because, you know, I'm literally leaving and... Who would this guy rather invest in a relationship with a girl that's leaving or a girl that's staying, you know? And it kind of renders me like hopeless because if I were to stay here, then at least I could put up a fight. So once again, this leads me to think, how would things be if I weren't leaving? But at the end of the day, I do really do realize that leaving like loose-ish ends is part of the process. It's part of leaving. It's inevitable. Nobody, nobody can make a perfect departure and perfectly close every cycle close every chapter like life is messier than that and it just taught me that what i really need to look for is my own peace you know like okay maybe things with this guy won't work out um but at least i can leave with like peace in my heart knowing that he taught me things and he taught me a lot about what i look for in another person and you don't need to be with somebody for them to fulfill their perfect their purpose in your life moving on i have been placing so much pressure on myself thinking that my departure has to be absolutely perfect and this has tormented me so much over the past few months thinking like i don't know what's missing for me to do before i leave but i just don't feel ready so i want to share a couple of bucket lists that i have made the first one i made like right before I went, like I finished my last semester and it is my summer to-do list, which I elaborated before I even knew I was moving to France. So when I knew I was moving to France and when everybody started the next semester at this school, I hadn't accomplished like barely any of those things. So I was like, okay, at least I'm going to have more time to complete my summer bucket list and we'll see how that turned out. So I'm going to say like everything on the list and what I accomplished and what I didn't. And then a couple of weeks ago, I made a new list, which is my, what's it called? What do I name it? Bucket list before I leave, which is kind of like a summary of the most important things from the summer list and new additional things. And this list is more recent and it's genuinely like what I feel I need to do in order to leave. So I want to go through both of these lists and just like compare a little bit. So starting off with the summer list, learn to park. It's not checked off because I never did like an intensive day of practicing to park, but I did park many times throughout the summer, so I kind of got the hang of it. Next, deep clean room, which I accomplished. Next, to make a folder of my last semester in school to just like archive all of the exams and, you know, worksheets and that type of stuff, which I did accomplish. I have like a wall in my room that I want to cover in photos, which is a project I literally started like four years ago, but never finished. So I wanted to finish it properly, but I didn't do it because the photos were very expensive. <laughs> to study French with, you know, these like grammar books that I have. And the thing with this item and many that are to come is they were like progressive goals, you know, like these books are really long. I have multiple of them. Like 
honestly i didn't expect myself to go through all of them but i didn't place like a clear realistic limit so i don't really know if i accomplished it i mean i can tell you that i sat down multiple times and got at these books but i don't think that counts as checking the box off because checking the box off means i finished all of the books so that makes me feel like very unaccomplished then i wanted to watch carl sagan's um like docuseries of cosmos with french subtitles again i watched a couple of episodes but didn't finish read again i read a couple of i no i didn't read a couple of books like i read a bit of different books but i didn't finish any the crash course astronomy course on youtube again i tried like i watched a couple of episodes but i didn't finish it I wanted to stretch, do yoga and Pilates, and I did do some of these things like on some occasions, but I don't know if I wanted to do them every day, but I guess a little bit more consistent, so I didn't check that off. Research Bordeaux and just like what the city is like. Again, I don't know what accomplishing this would look like. I did watch a bunch of YouTube videos, but I don't know if I expect myself to like watch everything there is on YouTube and read every single article, you know? That's the thing, a lot of these goals are like so open-ended. So like, I could check them off just by doing them once, or I could check them off by like endlessly like perfecting them. So I kind of dug this own hole for myself. I wanted to get a lot more into movies and cinema, which that I think I could check off because I watched a bunch of movies. I watched like 15 movies which is a lot, you know, like, consciously and, you know, like, researching what I wanted to watch and everything. But again, like, did I expect myself to watch every single movie ever to have been created? But I did feel, like, really confident in what I did get to explore in this ambit. Next, bulk record guest episodes. I mean, I kind of have done this, but I haven't. Like, first of all, it was to record and to completely produce all of them. And then I lowered that goal to, like, at least recording them. And I've recorded some, but I haven't recorded others guests have canceled you know it's been it's been tough i want to filter my email um because i don't know how adults do that like i don't know how adults just always have like their inbox fresh and clean like a lot of the time i don't have the need to go into my email so it just adds up and have like 1000 plus emails so i wanted to go through that i also wanted oh i didn't accomplish that <laughs> i also wanted to um what does this mean what did i do okay uh, sorry about that. I also wanted to filter my WhatsApp because for as long as I can remember, I have had like over 150 chats without opening on WhatsApp and it's just been a mess. And I'm like, okay, when I'm in France, I really want to communicate a lot with the people back home. And I want to give myself like the chance to start like a semester, like fresh, like, you know, and really be able to respond to texts and not get like, let them get lost. So I wanted to filter my WhatsApp, which I did accomplish all in one day. I just like went through all the chats, you know, opened them, gave myself a fresh start, organized the contacts, and I'm on track now. Next, I wanted to research on the Université of Bordeaux, which is the one I'm going to. And again, like, what did I expect from this? You know, I did I want to digest every single thing online? I did do a really in-depth sort of reading into the website. Like, I opened every single tab of, like, one specific area. Like, I read so many things, but that was probably only, like, 5% of all the content the website had. So, like, what did I expect for myself? That's just why, like, I considered myself to be good at goal setting, but a lot of these, like, okay, and I was aware when I was setting them, I was like, you know, I want to read just like as much as I can. But then like in that moment, I was like, I don't care if at the end of the summer I get to check the box off or not. I just want to feel like I read a lot. And I was aware of that when I set the goals and I was very ambitious with these goals with like a bunch of different things, a bunch of long projects. But now I'm like, I don't know if I should check them off or not. But at the end of the day, like checking them off or not doesn't matter. You know, like what matters is did I actually like get to go at them to actually like engage in this activity significantly you know i don't know if you can understand that distinction but a lot of these things aren't yes or no it's like a process i wanted to make sort of my ad for babysitting in france which i did accomplish and i also wanted to update and translate my resume which i did as well so that concludes my summer list it had 17 items of which i accomplished five so that's less than a third Moving on into my bucket list before leaving, first of all, I wanted to go to the university for my past semester one last time to say goodbye to everybody, which I did. 
I wanted to go back to my high school to say goodbye to everybody, which I did. I had made a promise with one of my grandma's friends a couple of weeks ago because she always wanted a beetle like the car and I have one. So I told her like, oh, you know, I'll take you out, you know, like around the city and, you know, we can spend time together and everything. And I reached out to her like a week ago so that we could do that, but she's out of town. So I don't think this one is going to be able to be accomplished, but at least I did like everything I could. I wanted to deep clean my room, which I did, and there are a couple of things here, like on this list, that were also in the other one, because I filtered the other list and I took the most like important things that I considered for me to leave, and I put them on this other list, so organizing my room was definitely one of them. As you know, the 100th episode special is like an episode that will compile different people that have shaped T. No! Why did I say that? Like that? <laughs> that have shaped T. And I have interviewed quite a few of my family members so i want to leave like with all of those audios at least recorded because it has been very hard to push my family to record those audios like all of the external guests have been much more prompt about that so i want to make sure that i leave with all of those audios which i have not yet done the next thing is to do my nails and this is literally like the day before just paint my nails so that they last like well into the trip i talk about this like it's a freaking holiday <laughs> i'm literally moving to another continent I also put here, go through WhatsApp and go through email. I don't know why I put that again, because here's the thing, like, I don't feel like that's that crucial for me to start a new life. Like, I don't know, maybe it is for what I said earlier, but honestly, like, not that much. So that concludes everything for this list. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things of which I completed four and one was like out of my reach and the other ones i feel like i can complete so it's much better prospects this is really just like a more attainable list more realistic because i was in the mindset of like okay what is necessary not just like everything you want to do in a perfect life but what do you actually feel you need to get done and what do you actually want to prioritize but towards the end i want to point out that I started like confusing categories like it's not the same to think about what you want to do and what you want to perfect you know in a summer you have free versus what you actually feel you need to get done to be able to go in peace when you're on a time crunch and that can be like it can have a very big effect on me because if i start putting all of these unnecessary things on my bucket list before i leave like it will give me like a sense of like not accomplishment the opposite of accomplishment you know and it will put more pressure on me so i don't think i confused that many things but i could have you know and that's what scares me and i really just had to realize that like some of those things on that list simply won't be possible for reasons i can't control and you know like understanding that not blaming myself the funny thing is okay so let me know if you guys feel like this extraordinary pressure when you travel to leave everything in order if you're listening on spotify that's going to be the q a for this episode but like especially if i'm going like if i'm traveling in the new year and like when i come back it will be the next year i want my like i feel like my room needs to be impeccable like i don't know just all of these tasks i make up that i feel like i need to do in order to be able to go to my trip and not have a single worry on the plane or else i'm literally going to be taking off and thinking oh i didn't do this i didn't do that and like it's hilarious because every single time i feel like that same sense of like frustration and stress and all of that and i have never fully accomplished everything i want to do before those trips and i always forget about them in the trips i always forget about those things because they're honestly kind of meaningless and like it's just a fuss i make before i leave thinking that i will be stressed about it when i leave and i'm not so maybe that's just what i need to remind myself maybe this time it will be different though because it's not a quick trip i'm literally moving and i talked about this with my psychologist but when i was young i was wound like much more uptight and i did move much more frequently but surprisingly like i didn't suffer for these types of things of like feeling that i had to check a bunch of boxes before i go so i think that's interesting and quite honestly like i can't accomplish everything on that list 
on those lists because a lot of those things are actually tedious. Something that happened to me was that before I made that secondary bucket list, I felt like that summer list was everything I needed to do in order to go in peace, but it's different. That's what I wanted to do over my summer holidays and it's not what affects me moving to another country. So I was putting like this pressure on myself because a lot of those activities were tedious, like long-term projects, which you never really finish. It's just like a practice. Like, I don't need to watch and study the whole astronomy crash course to move to France, you know? Like, they're not related. Sure, it would be nice, but like, they are focusing on different spheres of my life. So I can't confuse them and put pressure on myself that doesn't need to be there. And I'm really just putting that pressure on myself by telling myself that I won't be truly ready until I check all of those boxes thinking that they will give me a sense of accomplishment but really what i've realized from like talking with other people and you know just reflecting myself is that i have to give the sense of accomplishment to myself and no amount of checking boxes will serve the trick that feels really liberating and also on that note i'm just gonna have to be like really compassionate with myself and understand that maybe some of the most important things i won't accomplish either but like, it's okay, it's not that important. This is me just trying to make a complex feeling tangible. That's literally all it is. Moving on is a thought like that has been stressing me a lot and it's when people tell me like, oh my gosh, we should totally do this or yeah, we're definitely gonna see each other before you leave. One, like that just adds a burden on me. One of the, I don't think it's a mistake, but like something that I did that didn't have the projected out come was that i made my going away party like two weeks before i left because in my mind you know people that couldn't go to that party i would have time to like see them afterwards and have like a more personal goodbye but what that actually ended up doing is that everybody felt that like everybody was convinced that we would see each other after like between that party and i left and like my leaving so they were like no i'm not gonna say a proper goodbye we'll definitely just see each other afterwards and these people have not made a single effort to reach out to me and to make those plans. And the thing is, I don't know why I care about this so much. I don't know why it bothers me so much. Because it, like, wasn't my mistake. It is them that are, like, making, like, these loose plans and not holding up to it. And this is a really big deal for me. Like, it's not some, like, casual thing. Like, normally I don't have plan. I don't have a problem with making, like, loose plans. Like, oh, let's go to the park this weekend and then it never happens. I don't have a problem with that. But with something as important as this, like me literally saying goodbye to the people that have, not that I care about the most, but that are close to me, like them just loosely throwing it around and being like, okay, we'll have our proper goodbye then. And then like not making a single effort to do it. Like, how could you throw around so casually something as important as that? And you're probably like, yeah, then like if you care about it so much, then why don't you just take charge of it yourself? No, I refuse to do so because I literally threw a going away party so that we could all say our goodbyes and this person politely rejected it and now they're not, you know, like holding up to their actions. It's literally not my responsibility to follow up on the plans they decided to make themselves. I literally leave in a week. I have so much on my plate, so much on my mind. I have no reason to be chasing behind people that casually said they wanted to make plans with me and hold them accountable for that. Like, it's not my job, you know? If they said it, they should have meant it and should have reached out to me themselves, but they didn't. And I am sure that the day I leave and that they see pictures of me on the airport, they're gonna be like, no, we didn't get to say goodbye. Whose fault is that? Literally, whose fault is that? I am quite angry. This literally pisses me off so much. I don't think I can express it. And it's like, I know why, but I don't know if I'm like transmitting it correctly, but basically like I could literally give you the list of all the people who have like said this to me, who have like made those pending plans and have not reached out to me since. Like I literally know who they are. And this literally adds on to the previous point about feeling like my departure has to be perfect. The thing is, I won't feel free and accomplished until this happens and until these people like hold up to their word. And it's ridiculous because it's not even a choice that I made. Like. I didn't tell you I wanted to have dinner with you before you left, but now you told it to me, so I feel like I need to do it. And here's the kicker, you're not even gonna talk about this in the future, so you left me like with this sense of unaccomplishment and unpreparedness to leave. Like literally, ugh, it frustrates me so much. So yeah, this is really annoying and the plans just keep rolling in. It's like, we should totally do this and they don't realize that I have like one week left and that like 
the odds of that happening are so low so just like don't say it don't put much don't put more pressure on me <laughs> so yeah that was a little rant i needed to have <laughs> moving on to the next point i really have realized that i am genuinely excited to like build a new life you know just for my routine explore and find my way like really on my own however i want and it's not like i don't feel independent here but it's like I have so much freedom and there's so much like there's so many ways this could go you know there's so many new things i can fall into like there are so many possible outcomes and that seemed daunting to me a couple of weeks ago but now it seems like genuinely exciting i also realized that i missed being a college student and at first when all of my friends started their next semester at the university i was in in the past semester i confused that feeling with missing being a university student there but then i realized like no i just miss being a university student in general i miss arriving at home so late and so exhausted and still having to do homework and falling asleep with the lights on and waking up at 1 a.m i miss that you know i miss you know having like five hour holes between classes and figuring out like hanging out in the library hanging out with friends studying feeling productive walking around the university in that time i miss you know laughing in classes i miss you know romanticizing my studying you know coding on my silly little computer working at endless math problems and not feeling a sense of accomplishment until i finally was able to solve that geometry problem i had been working on for the past hour like i miss all of that and None of it is really specific to a certain university. I mean, I have images of myself doing all of those things at one university, but it doesn't have to be there. And knowing that it literally doesn't have to be there, like, so why can't it be at an institution that is like more internationally renowned, that is better at what I want to do, that opens up more opportunities, and that is just, in general, a better school? You know, like, why not? <laughs> And I've really just been allowing myself to strip myself from the guilt. I talked about in one life update in a previous episode how I was concerned because I felt that everything was going through like in stages. So like if I got more excited, I needed to feel more guilty. Like they were parallel. Directamente proporcionales, pues. And so as I got like more excited about building my own life, starting at this new school, living in France, I needed to feel more guilty about leaving my family here, leaving the life I had started, you know, like what if one of my family members dies when I'm there? That is a huge irrational fear that I developed. But my psychologist told me that they're gonna die whether I'm here or not. And I need to look out for myself and my future. It's kind of morbid, I know, but I have these irrational fears. Literally a couple of years ago, I went to bed every night with the preoccupation that I would wake up blind or that I would simply die in my sleep. And I was like 12, why was I going through this? I don't know. But all of this to show that sometimes I have like weird irrational fears. So yeah, I've just been really like trying to feel the excitement without the guilt. And so now I genuinely am looking forward to just building my lifestyle there. And a piece of advice that I got that really put things into perspective was from my aunt, which I really love. And she told me in Spanish, sufre más el que se queda, which translates to the people who stay suffer more. And it can seem kind of selfish that I find comfort in this, but the way I see it, like, if I'm over there, like, on the other side of the ocean and I'm suffering, like, just to remind myself, like, you're technically the one that's winning, you know? Like, so enjoy it, you know? You're not the one that's, like, meant to be suffering. And not in a way to, like, gaslight myself, but just, like, sort of a little kick I need to remember, like, who I am, you know? And with that, I wanted to share sort of, like, a collection of advice that I've put together from the different tips that people have given me over the past like months and I wanted this to be like a much more complete list I wanted to literally ask everybody I saw like what their advice was for me moving out alone but I kind of forgot or like lost track <laughs> I wanted to make an entire episode on this but there's not enough content so I guess I'll just run over the list now I really like the fact that this episode is so scrapbooky. Like I've been sharing different elements that I already had, you know, like the lists of like the summer bucket list, no, the summer bucket list, the leaving bucket list, and this advice list, you know, it's just like giving more purpose to the things I had already done. So the first lessons are from one of my friend Sara's dad, okay? This is not Sara, my best friend, she's another one that I was really close to last year and that I would literally always sleep over at her house every week after parties so her dad told me that i should consider that i had 15 days 
to make friends but not like my best friend you know like oh my gosh my ride or die or much less like find my group of people just like identify people that i knew that like if i had an emergency i could turn to and just like sort of friendly faces to not feel entirely alone and isolated and he also recommended that i always that i was always reading a book that isn't about physics he's a doctor and he like i feel like being a doctor and being a physicist are professions that are very much parallel in terms of the commitment and just kind of like the devotion so he knew that and he was like you always need to be reading a book that isn't about physics and then sarah his daughter also gave me a bunch of advice which i feel is really good given that she like doesn't live alone but she gave me like really good advice so she told me to remember you know like about myself you know just like yeah I remember about myself and take care of myself in that way and something that I really liked which was like wow <laughs> she told me that since day one like build your dynamic so literally imagine that you've been living in this place for eight months you know like what would your routine look like what would your day-to-day -day look like like what would be the things you do and I just feel like that's a really good strategy to just build the life you want so yeah, she said to really like create my own dynamic and then find like my place to literally do whatever I want, you know, whether it be like a bench at a park or a cafe, you know, know that I can like, you know, go there to study, go there to journal, go there to listen to music, go there to reflect, to eat, you know, literally have it be like my place, you know, in the movies where they're always like, I knew I could find you here, find that for myself. Something else that she said that I found so adorable was to keep souvenirs for people so literally like back home so literally if i'm like at this restaurant and the napkin has a logo that i feel like is really related to the aesthetic of one specific friend to keep that napkin and then when i come back home to give it to them and be like when i was over there this reminded me of you and i just feel like that is so sweet and so wholesome and so effective in kind of like connecting me back to my roots and remembering about the people back at home and along that line of remembering the people back at home which is something that she told me and that i had also thought of on my own is to really just make calls with people i'm not that big of a phone call girl but i definitely do prefer phone calls over video calls so just really get into the habit of calling people you know i love texting people but calling is much more like it, it's a stronger connection so just calling people back home you know getting in the habit of oh i thought about this person and picking up the phone and calling them if they don't answer that's okay but just like leaving them that missed call sada also said to make the place really my own you know the space decorate it and everything and i think i'm on the right track i literally one of my my first purchase for the apartment was a pink flamingo that is like sparkly and shiny and you're meant to like stick it in the grass of your lawn but i am gonna hang it on my door so yes, I think I will be able to make this space my own. David, a friend from school, said Los cubiertos dañan el teflón. <laughs> Which basically means, you know, like when you have like a saucepan, for instance, like the material on the inside. Obviously, if you get at that with like a fork, you're going to like scrape it and damage it. So avoid doing that. Wooden spoons are the way to go. And my mom gave me advice that is so mom advice. She remind she made me a list of like everything i need to remember before i leave and she recently got like a laminating machine so she literally made like the cutest poster and laminated it and packed it for me it's like okay before you leave remember your keys remember your wallet all of that stuff and i think it's gonna come in more than handy she also told me to be happy to enjoy every experience once a week to treat myself whether that be you know like to go to a restaurant or to just like buy something you know she knows that i'm a person that literally am so antojada like i always want things like physical things you know whether that be food clothes like i'm a sucker for those things and she knows that i can't change immediately from one day to another but just like balance it out like once a week treat myself she told me also to keep everything organized to make the bed as soon as i wake up which i do 90 percent of the time the other 10 percent at home i'm just lazy <laughs> And she also said to do exercise. So that concludes not only the advice that I received, but also just like, well, my final thoughts before moving to France. To conclude, here are my main takeaways. So at first, I questioned if moving to another country will solve all of my problems. And the short answer is no. Like, maybe it will help with things that were that I was already in the process of healing, but it certainly won't make that like radical difference. So I just need to know that like the secret is just doing the work on yourself and maybe the distance will help, but it's certainly not the main factor. 
Then I talked about the pressure I felt of my departure having to be perfect. And what I really remember is one of my friends, Tofi, did an exchange for the past six months. And before she left, she did like a going away, not party, but just like an afternoon for us to go to her house and say our proper goodbyes. And I was literally like on my way there. It was one of the first times that I was like properly driving alone. And it was through a very steep hill on my mom's stick shift car and the car was already having some problems so it literally like stopped running so i couldn't go to her going away reunion and you could see that situation as like her departure being imperfect or like my experience with her being imperfect but really at the end of the day like that doesn't matter we kept in touch when she left and now she's back and i'm literally gonna see her tomorrow and i've seen her multiple times before so it's like at the end of the day those little details don't matter as much as we think they do and that just really provides like a lot of peace and it kind of sets you free then i talked about the we should do this burden i have no further comments on that it's literally like i don't have to feel frustrated for things other people said recklessly then i talked about how i was genuinely feeling excited and really learning to detach that excitement from guilt and being able to like feel happy for myself without sort of that additional burden and lastly i shared all of the advice that i have collected in terms of leaving alone sorry living alone obviously there will be so much more that i will learn through like my own experience but it's great to have sort of these like general pointers and if i do actually follow them i feel like it can really help me so yeah that concludes everything for this episode well that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at DST Podcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email dastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week and a wonderful existence.